Blog Talk Radio. Good morning, everybody. This is Truth Light, and welcome to The Light of Truth, a show where we take different subjects, sometimes ones that you've suggested, and sometimes some that have just come in meditation to me, and uh, we just kind of shine the, the light of truth, <laughs> at least as I see it, and when you offer your opinions as you see it. Um, you are welcome to call in and give us your opinions or ask some questions. The call-in number is 347-677-1443. And uh, I am Truth Light, and I've been in the mystical world for most of my life. I'm 48 years old and uh, grew up in a family who trained and did meditation and astral travel and God knows what for, for most of my life. And so... I've seen a lot of stuff around, and uh, now I'm in Sedona, Arizona, and uh, working through Sacred Light of Sedona, a center that was started by one of my students, and um, you can find us at sacredlightofsedona.com, and so if you're in the area, drop by, and uh, so definitely being in Sedona, I see a lot more now. (laughs) It's kind of the mecca for spiritual and metaphysical stuff and mystical studies, and pretty intense, and uh, definitely enjoying the ride. So today we're talking about angels and demons in this world of duality. And um, in a lot of cases, people say that and they don't necessarily mean we're actually talking about angels and demons. Um, Sometimes they mean, you know, light and dark, good and bad, whatever it might be that they perceive. But we're actually going to talk about angels and demons. And uh, part of what I specialize in and have for about 30 years now is working with the energy and the other dimensions um, I work with possession cases from all over the world and, um, you know, less intense situations as well. You know, you have <laughs> kind of like a Ghostbuster thing. I don't know. got something in your basement, in your business. Well, then, you know, I come and take care of it for you. And and uh, in doing so, um, I have a bit of a different style because I've gained a considerable amount of understanding. And so it's not just... Um, shooing things away and, and sending them somewhere else or just making them angry and having them come back with friends because those things do really happen, you know? And uh, it's a, a pretty interesting thing to understand all of the different levels that are going on in this world. Not that I understand all of the levels, but when it comes to the angelic and demon thing, I've got a pretty good handle on things just because of experience. And so, uh, so we're going to sort of discuss what's going on with all the turmoil and the rising of consciousness, so the kind of the good, the bad, the ugly, all of it um, <clears throat> within our world, and how does it relate to angels and demons and what's going on on these other realms? I mean, I don't know if anybody ever stops to think about that, but there's that whole as above, so below thing that they talk about, and and so we're going to kind of go into that. First of all, though, I really like to start our day with a nice meditation, um, just kind of a, a few minutes to center ourselves and put us in a nice space for the day. And uh, that way, you know, if you guys ever need a meditation or something, just a quickie, you can come to the archives and know that within the first 10 minutes, so you can find one of the meditations. And So that's something I like to offer kind of as a little gifty every day. And so that's what we're going to do first. And, uh, and then we'll jump into angels and demons and what's going on with our world of duality, right? So, all right. So if you would just relax and get comfy in whatever situation you're in. Again, if you're driving or something, please do this on the archives, not while we're doing it live. And I want you not driving to meditate. (laughs) So if you just sit back and relax and feel just the the state of being that you're in at the moment and become very aware of, of the chair you're sitting in or whatever you're situation is at the moment. Feel the the physicalities meeting up with your body. Feel the floor on your feet. Feel the air on your skin. Just take some nice deep cleansing breaths and become very aware of what's interacting with your physical being. And become very aware of how you're feeling mentally and emotionally at the moment. And then we're just going to, again, breathe a little deeper. And as we take in that nice deep breath, we feel it moving through the core of our energy, moving through the core of our being, sort of down along the spine line where the chakras are. 
And we feel this beautiful new energy coming in. And we can attach attention, intention to this, the intention of feeling our best, the intention of allowing that angelic realm to move through our lives, the intention of experiencing the highest and best day that we can have, moving within our path, and gracefully moving through life, experiencing things in the best potential manner that we can. And we see this energy moving ahead of us throughout our day, and we don't really have to know where that goes, just this intention of really experiencing all of the best that we can today and asking that angelic realm to lend their energy to this as well and just sort of really paving the way for us, for our, our day, our week, our year, whatever you like. And just seeing this beautiful energy moving along with that angelic energy, bringing the light to our life, moving through our day, all of the unexpected twists and turns and people will meet. And then as we take some more deep cleansing breaths, we feel the energy from the heavens, from that highest vibration, God, the universe, whatever you choose to call it, that very highest state of consciousness moving in through us, swirling around our our energy centers and our body, just very gently swirling in a clockwise motion. And this energy from the highest of high vibrations is just pulling all of our vibratory consciousness up a little bit, allowing our vibration to become sharper and clearer, more harmonious, bringing that original state of consciousness, filled with beauty, love, compassion, that extra spark that helps us see all that we need to see through life, that helps us find the signs that are given to us by divine intervention. And we breathe in this oneness that we truly are, And as we bring this energy back into ourselves, we begin to remember that harmony that we live within in our truest nature. And we allow this this beauty and this harmony just to radiate out around us throughout the environment that we're in, throughout the room, throughout the space that you're in, whether it's your home or your office, and just feeling this harmony and this oneness, this highest state of consciousness moving throughout the areas that we're in And breathing nice and deeply. We see a beautiful gold and silver lines running through this, just bringing that very high, clear energy in. And we see these beautiful lines moving throughout all of the potential areas that we go to today, bringing with it that state of consciousness from the heavens. And then we see this beauty and this light just begin to expand throughout the state that you're in, moving under the ground, through Mother Earth, and above, through the air, all the way up through the atmosphere, and see it moving now across your country, bringing clarity, light, and wisdom, harmony, compassion, just allowing this to light up the Earth from the very core of her being, all the way out to the atmosphere. And see this now move all around the globe, including the waters and the beings in the waters. And we send this with love, gratitude, and harmony out to the ethers, and we bring our awareness back into our own heart center, our heart chakra, and we feel this energy, this gratitude, this harmony, this beauty, just really filling that heart chakra. And as we take this in, we're reminded of the connection with the heavens above. And with a nice cleansing breath, we remain with that beautiful light in our heart center. And we prepare ourselves for the rest of the day knowing we're connected with this highest of high vibrations and with the beautiful Mother Earth below us. 
And when you're ready, a nice deep cleansing breath and open your eyes. All right. Well, hopefully you're back with us. <clears throat> and uh, we did have a whole lot of people with us on the chat, and they have they have gone away now. <laughs> so just just so people know, this is this is my uh, my program design. Um, we do in the first ten minutes or so, we do a little meditation just to get you centered for the day, and then after that, we move into the topic. So. If you're not inclined to want to listen to a meditation, that's fine. Just join us about 10 minutes later or um, you know, move forward in the archives. So today we are um, talking about um, angels and demons in this world of duality. And uh, I am just going to preface by saying I'm on my cell phone because I'm, I'm stranded in Sedona at the moment, and so my cell phone is what I have. So if I do sort of fade out, I'll come right back in. Um, so just hang in there with me, and I'll I'll join you back right away. Um, so, do angels actually exist? Right? I mean, you probably could do a whole show on that just to begin with. Do angels exist? Um, in my forty odd years of working with this, a big part of what I've done with my training and with my um, exploration and experience is working with that angelic realm. And there are different levels of angelic realms, and it's kind of funny because I was not raised in Christian churches. And so um, making this discovery was interesting because I didn't have the preconditioned stuff, right, telling me that, oh, there are angels and, you know, these are things that I found just in my work. And so um, so there definitely is the angelic realm. And the angelic realm is very involved in our day-to-day lives. And although a lot of us seem to know that, not many of us really access it and work with it on a day-to-day basis like it's a normal everyday thing, which it is. And so we do have these very angelic beings in the archangel realm and, and the uh, guardian angel realm and all these different things. And, and these are amazingly enlightened beings. They are here to really lend energy to that which we intend with purpose. Um, they do work on kind of guiding us and setting up situations so that, you know, those who are are working toward that can move into the perfect situations. And they do assist us in <clears throat> maintaining the balance, which is part of what we're going to talk about today, is that world of duality that we live in, right? There is light. There is dark. And here in Sedona, it's kind of funny because here in Sedona, you have this real mecca for new age metaphysical stuff. And what I notice is people do not even want to acknowledge that there's dark, right? It's like uh, if you even acknowledge the fact that there is dark or demonic anything or any of that, then you you must be bringing it about and it's like it's your fault that it's even here in the world. And the reality is that we don't we come to earth to learn lessons right we come here into these lives to learn lessons and how do you learn a lesson if everything is absolutely perfect and it's pure nirvana that you're living in you don't really learn anything right because everything's perfect there's no there's no little uh, grain of sand under your skin that's creating that irritation that makes you go wow i need to look at this right so that's kind of what the darker side provides is that little granule of sand, right, or the opportunity for you to look at things. And unless we had this world of duality, we would never have that opportunity. And so while it's sometimes difficult to look at things that happen that maybe are bad or unjust or unfair, um, without those things, we wouldn't gain the skills that we came here to gain. All right, so when we're talking about angels and demons and the stuff that's going on on the earth, and we really have to look at that as above, so below thing, right? So as we're looking at the earth, and you look at all of the news stories of the different uprisings politically around the world and the the big corporations that are doing things that are like, you know, like Monsanto. I mean, obviously that's the first one that comes to mind. And... Uh, just all the different things that where they're poisoning their people or they're creating um, you know, the, the 
prescription drug industry who are creating all kinds of problems strictly so that they can have the people come back and um, get those problems fixed. I don't know if you guys have really connected the dots or not, but if you, and I don't watch a lot of TV, so that's why it jumps out at me, but when you, uh, you know, there's this miracle drug that comes out, it's fixing everything, whatever, a miracle operation, it's fixing everything. And then two years down the road, all of the lawyers in town are are advertising that, you know, have you had this result or that result from this, you know, what comes to mind is the, like the, um, some of the antidepressants or whatever with the birth defects and things, you know. So now, now all the lawyers are saying, you know, if you experienced bouts of suicidal nature or whatever, you know, due to this drug, then let's go sue this company, right? Well, think about what happens with this, okay? These are the miracle things that come out, right? And then two, three years down the road, you're able to sue the companies over them because they've created new problems that now you have to take new drugs or have new operations done because of. It's, it's a plan, people. <laughs> That's part of the darkness, working through and creating these situations, right? So it's that greed, it's that lust for power, it's all of that that the human forms are, are coming into, right? And then um, it, it creates the need for more need for drugs and more need for whatever it is the medical industry offers. And then two years down the road, you're going to have the same problem again and, and you're going to need something else. And, and the lawyers and the doctors kind of, it's a, it's a tag team thing, Right? So this is the darkness. This is an example of darkness working through um, like bigger corporations and that kind of thing. There is light coming through as well, right? So yes, you've got that going on, and yes, people are getting sucked in. It's like a Venus flytrap, you know? If you get sucked into that whole medical cycle where you're not tapping into the light and trying to figure out what's in my best interest and taking responsibility for things. And I mean, we all need medical stuff. That's fine. But when you get into the darkness and the light of things, right? This is where that greed and lust for power comes in. And so then you also have the light coming in and creating more consciousness and more enlightenment and reminding people that you have the light within you and you you don't have to succumb to the, the temptations of the darkness, right? Whatever that may be. And I know I kind of pick on the medical industry, but there's plenty of other things going on. You know, there's all kinds of political things and all these different uprisings around around the world um, are kind of a battle between light and dark as well. And, you know, there, there have been stories throughout history where um, soldiers in battle will, uh, you know, I guess the one that I heard about was like back in the Civil War, <clears throat> I believe it was, and there were reports of, um, on the same battlefield, both both sides, you know, are looking up and seeing like angels and demons fighting in the sky, and uh, it's very much that whole as above, so below, right? Because it's light and dark fighting with each other when we have these different uprisings, but without these things, without the dark there to create the friction, how would you know what was light and what was dark? How would you ever gain the lessons? How would you have the experiences that create the need for change? So it's important for us to see the need for both and to understand that there's a need for balance, right? So we can have darkness in the world. We can have this demonic presence, and there really is something to that. I mean, you... You see people on the streets, and you you see different different um, you know whether it's business people or sometimes spiritual teachers and leaders and different people um, in life, and you just kind of look and go, okay, there's just something not right. Yeah, that person's a little crazy, or wow, how can this person do things like they do? They're they're being powered by the darkness in a lot of cases, and you can tell, right? In a lot of cases, you can tell because something just doesn't feel right. And then you've got people who are really working to be empowered by the light, 
And so they're coming through clearly. They're coming through with integrity. And they're offering a different path. Once you've had the experience with the darkness, once you've had the that little granule of sand saying, okay, I'm not comfortable with this part of my life or that part of my life, you can find plenty of people in the light to help you resolve that issue. But without that issue, how would you ever know to make a change? So I do want to... Um, invite you all to call in, right? We have our calling number for comments, questions, etc. at 347-677-1443. And um, we have about a little over half our show left. So um, I'm going to take just a moment and and just uh, credit our, our sort of sponsors here. Um, We've got uh, HolisticNaturalsCO.com. Um, they are a fabulous line of supplements to help you feel better. The Moringa is an amazing superfood. And the, the thing that's kind of cool about these is they're all handmade and reiki and the whole thing. And so it's a fabulous line, and it's a lot of fun, uh, the names of the products and everything. If you just go to HolisticNaturalsCO.com, you'll see what I mean. Um, and then you also have um, sacredlightofsedona.com, which is the center that I work through in Sedona. I really want to thank them for everything that they lend to the teachings that we do. And uh, we do have, uh, actually we have an angel meet and greet going on today, which is a class I do that introduces people to their guardian angels and helps them begin to understand this whole world that we're talking about. And it's kind of a large subject, right? So it's hard to just dive in. Um, one person just talking and and do a whole hour on it without really ending up going for hours and hours. So um, also, you know, you can find me at mysticaltruth.com and uh, on Facebook, Truth Light on Facebook. So I hope you'll follow me and see what's going on with different things. And uh, okay, so I think we've got everybody's websites talked about. And uh, I do want to go ahead and get back to our topic and... So with the angels and demons, how does that work? We've got the movies that kind of show us part of it. We've got, um, you know, stories, and we've got all kinds of things that, oh, and I guess there's the Bible, that thing. <laughs> there is that, right? <laughs> and so <clears throat> how do we face these things in day-to-day life, right? So we're going to look at, say, um, some of the unpleasantries, right? So... We look at the different situations where where someone just suddenly goes rogue gunman and starts plowing down people in the street. I would say there's probably some darkness at work there, right? Um, we see, and even the making of the movies and things that are really that really bring about that darkness. Um, those are darkness at work, right? That's like a commercial for this dark energy. And so, you know, I, the, what comes to mind immediately is like the para, paranormal activity movies. And, um, but there's a lot of very violent, gruesome things that just bring about nothing, nothing light as, as you're sitting there watching them. What's happening is this dark side, this, this demonic side, they're energy, okay? And so they feed off of energy, just as the angelic realm is. They're also energy. They just feed off of a different kind of energy. So when you are working with the dark side, right, and uh, and understanding them, I shouldn't say working with them, but understanding them, you have to understand that they feed off of fear. They feed off of anger. They feed off of greed. They feed off of lust. They feed off of, and really the seven sins, like if you just get to know the energies of the different seven sins, those are the energies that they feed off of. So if you're involved in an activity that's bringing up that energy in you, right, then you can be pretty sure that there's darkness lurking about going, oh, cool, there's a food source, right? So they're going to be attracted to that energy. If you're watching, um, you know, if you're kind of in a crappy space, like a, a crappy bar or around people that have very low vibrations, a whole lot of fighting and a whole lot of anger and resentment and that kind of thing, um, and lack of respect for other people, whatever 
form that takes. There's probably darkness lurking about, right? So that whether it's the actual demons, and there's a whole level of, uh, there are a lot of different levels to that dimension. So you've got sonic source, and you've got the things that are, are sort of being used by the demonic source. And so there are all these levels of entities, right, that are working for the dark side, and they're feeding off of that energy. And so as we get involved in things that bring up those energies, then we really begin like this feeding frenzy for the darkness, right? And so it begins to take a little piece of us and anybody that we may bring in there. So it's important for us to be aware that there is this darkness, right? You can go see these these very violent movies, these scary movies, whatever, and think that you're just being entertained. I guess people consider that entertainment, but that's their deal. Um, when in fact what's really happening is that's creating like a buffet for the demonic side, okay, because they're able to feed off of that energy. And so as a light worker, I can go in to a theater and watch people come out of one of those movies and I can see all kinds of entities attached to them that were not attached when they went in. It's truly amazing and it's kind of a field trip that I can do with my students and and they can sense it as well, right? So as long as you know this, as long as you're aware that there is that demonic side and that we are living in a world of duality, there's light, there's dark, you get to choose, just like on Thanksgiving, you can choose what meat you want, right? Um, you can also choose to connect with the lighter energies, the love, the harmony, the blessings, the, the healing, the compassion, that kind of energy, inspiration and creativity. And, and as you connect with that, then there's this, this whole pool of angelic energy that's there to assist you and guide you and be with you. And, and so you're kind of tapping into that pool of energy, right? So it's like the lower vibrations tap into the higher vibration. All right, so it's not like you're going to go into a movie that is pure inspiration and love and fabulousness and come out attached, you know, with angels attached to you that weren't there before because that's not really how it works. But you do have your own guides, your own angels that are with you your whole life. And these angels that connection is strengthened for sure. And also, then you're better able to, your frequency is rising, and you're better able to tap into that land of angels and inspiration. And so when you connect with this light source, with this beauty and love, you're able to sort of touch that angelic realm more easily and you're moved far away from the dark realm so that you don't have to experience as much of that darkness and you don't become a feeding source for that darkness. So this may, it's, it's a big subject to talk about and sometimes we lose people in it because it's a lot to do in an hour, but trying to give a little bit of understanding is what we're trying to do with this show at least. It's probably like a week-long topic. But <clears throat> we'll see how you guys respond to this one first, and we'll see what happens with it. So with this world of duality, how do we make it work in a positive manner, right? So as we move through this um, land of duality, which is Earth, right, we come from this beautiful, perfect place. We come from these higher realms, and we come to Earth to experience different things, and when we're out in this higher state of consciousness before we incarnate, there's this oneness, this peace. Um, there's not a lot of conflict, right? And so we come here to learn how to, in a lot of cases, right? Because some people come here just to um, connect with, with more darkness too. That's, that's, they come from a different place and that's okay. The people that are going to be drawn to my show in, typically are people who are really desiring the light, filled light more so. And so we tend to come here looking for lessons and looking for things that we can experience in our, our oneness state of consciousness. 
So as we move through life, we have things happen or we encounter things happening for other people that make us really wonder what, how does something like this happen, right? How does a child die needlessly? Or how does you know, a person who's working their whole life to pursue a dream and then just in one fell swoop it's taken away? Or how is a community completely wiped out by a force of nature that just comes out of nowhere? Sometimes we really question the, how does this work? Why would this happen, right? And so we have to, we have to find that balance in the duality, right? So understanding that in these situations are created lessons and experiences for people to learn and grow from. And so in seeing them that way, we can see that because of that duality, because of that tornado that came through and wiped out the community, this community now has the opportunity to pull together, to uh, become loving of their neighbors, to become more aware of things, become more compassionate. It brings out strengths that they didn't have before or that they didn't realize. I mean, obviously the strengths were there and they just didn't stop to take time, right? So sometimes we just get so busy in our day-to-day lives that we stop and we, we don't take time to recognize the light and the dark within and the balance of that in the world around us and understanding how to move through this world in a, a balanced manner, right? So there is a place for darkness. It's not like like we want to annihilate the darkness because... Without that, we wouldn't have the duality. We wouldn't have the opportunity for the lessons. It's creating the balance so that there is light to balance out the darkness. And I think what's happening in our society is that the darkness, um, in, a, in a lot of cases, the darkness is winning, and it's a little, a little sad to watch. But I do see in the work that I do that people are craving that higher state of consciousness, that... Um, more peaceful way of being and enlightenment. And so I'm seeing a rise in that and it's bringing the light back into balance. And it's it's very important because without that, um, the world does kind of become what everybody's afraid it's going to become, right? Because that which we fear is going to manifest if that's where we're putting our energy. So what what I'm seeing happen now is people putting their energy into how do I raise my state of consciousness, right? How do I bring more light into the world? And so this is probably the most healthy thing we can do because as you do that, you're actually connecting with that angelic realm. The the realm of angels and demons um, has throughout history been back and forth trying to keep that balance, right? And... In history, we've seen uh, a lot of killing, a lot of wars, a lot of battles in God's name. And I don't know that that's necessarily keeping the balance for the light. I think that's when people who say they're of the light are trying to take over darkness and wipe it out, and that doesn't allow the balance to be maintained. And so really what's at work there? Is it dark or is it light? Sometimes it's hard to tell, right? And so what's happening now is more of a... um, on a grand scale, is more of people trying to access that angelic realm and understand, okay, what is what does it really feel like to connect with an angel? Connecting with the demonic realm seems to be pretty simple, right? We see people who you can probably guess are, are really close to it at least, you know? There's a lot of scary stuff happening and Unfortunately, that's what our media goes to and that's what the movies go to and that's what we hear about is when people slip into that darkness, right? And so there's plenty of demonic stuff at work and we hear about it, but there's also plenty of angelic stuff at work and we don't hear about it. Um, my son was in a in a very serious car accident several years ago with his girlfriend <clears throat> and uh, he didn't necessarily believe in all this angel hooey that mom talks about and you know and and uh, it was it was more serious than I can express without going into tears right so we'll just leave it at it was incredibly serious it's 
it is a miracle anybody got out alive. And um, what he was finding was that nobody was stopping to help when he was trying to get help along the interstate. They were just driving by, right? They could see that there was a serious accident, but people continued driving by. And um, it was late at night, and uh, it was in Florida. So you can see, if you've ever been to Florida and driven at night, you can see that the roads are long and flat and straight, and so you can see cars miles away. And so he looked, and there was nothing coming um, after this one bout of cars, right? And so he he turned around, and he turned back, and there was a semi pulling up and uh, that hadn't been coming up the road, but there was a semi pulling up, and this little, he said it was a little Mexican guy got out, and which is ironic, and uh, we'll, we'll go into ironic why later, but um, this little Mexican guy got out and offered a sweatshirt and a pillow, and he offered to call 911 because nobody really thinks about it, but when you are in a car accident, your cell phones go flying, and you can't find them to call for help. And so um, they weren't able to call for help until somebody stopped to, to do so. So this, this trucker called 911 and got the police there, and he was there um, you know, with my son and whatnot until the police got there. And then as, as my son was talking to the police, he turned around to thank the man. Oh, see if I can get through it without tears, right? Because, wow. So the man walks away, gets in his truck, and drives away, right? So my son's looking at the policeman, turns around, sees the man walking to his truck, turns back to the policeman, finishes one statement, one sentence, turns around, the truck is gone. It's not up the road. It's not driving away. There was no sound of it starting. It was just gone. So my son, who is a complete non-believer, or was, you know, when I got to the hospital to uh, see him and his girlfriend, he just the first thing he said was, you know, I get it now. <laughs> see, I can't do it. Can't do it. Gonna cry. All right. So there, clearly, that was the angelic realm stepping in, and there's stories of this all through history, right? And um, the ironic part is that my son at one point was very bigoted. And uh, the fact that it was a little Mexican guy that came out and helped was kind of a big deal. And so without a doubt, this was the angelic realm stepping in because his girlfriend would have died had it not been for the call to the police. So <laughs> it's nice for me when I work in this realm and I work with the angelic side and I also work with the demonic side. I, you know, I help to keep that balance between the two and understanding the fact that you don't wipe out the darkness, that you maintain the balance between the dark and the light because in this world of duality, you've got to have both. But seeing it at play in my own son's life, seeing the angelic realm coming in and making a shift like that and, and really saving lives here on earth and then just just disappearing. It's not like a trucker was guided to their spot, there was no truck driving up and there was no truck driving away. So it's um, it's just one of those miraculous times where there is no explanation other than it was the angelic realm coming in. There's no other explanation. And even the police officer said, what truck, we don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> so they didn't get a call. The police officer just happened to be coming that way. So um, it's it's very interesting when you see that at work, and I would be willing to bet that of the people, because we're actually getting a lot of listens at this point, I'd be willing to bet that there are people who will hear this show in the archives that have similar stories. And so it can work for the angelic realm, but it also works for the demonic. And so you will have situations where things come up and you it just suddenly goes hideously wrong and... And actually, with that same accident situation, it was darkness moving in, and there was a, a big fight, a very big, traumatic, horrible deal that led to the car accident. Um, and then it was just kind of that balance of the angelic realm coming in. And so we have to understand that it's where we lend our energy. Are we going to lend energy to the demonic realm or the darkness to allow them to influence our lives? A lot, right? Because really when you hit the demonic realm, you're talking a whole lot of stuff that happens where 
just the world of duality, you can have challenges, you can have things happen, but it has doesn't have to be on a demonic darkness kind of level, right? You can just have challenges come up. You can just have things that irritate you or create the situation where you look at yourself and say, okay, I'm not really liking this a whole lot, right? We don't have to go full-on demonic. What happens is when people don't pay attention, when people don't understand that balance is slipping from their lives and they move in this world of duality over towards the darkness with hatred, anger, greed, um, just pure negativity, um, seeing the paranoia, like seeing that there's, in their eyes, seeing that there's nothing good in this world, that there's only bad in this world, that, you know, it's get mine before you get yours kind of attitude that creates that feeding frenzy again and creates that momentum and energy for the darkness to come through. And then we have things that, that happen that are just kind of mind-blowingly bad and it's completely out of balance. It's no longer a world of duality, it's dark. Right? When you look at, um, you know, what comes to mind is the whole Sandy Hook elementary school thing. Okay, that was that was darkness flaring up. Whatever happened there, whatever the facts really are, that was darkness flaring up. Right? We're out of balance. We're not just in a world of duality anymore. We're moving into the dark. That's, that reared its head up and really took control. And so I would say that there probably were fairly demonic forces at work there in whatever capacity, right? Because we don't really know the facts of what happened. Um, but we can say that, that it was not a balance between dark and light there, right? But the light can come in and create a learning experience out of that and create a healing experience out of that. And it can come in and create something good out of something that was bad. So we can bring balance to situations. But we have to begin to understand what creates the imbalance between the dark and the light. And we have to decide if that's what we want to feed, right? So we can decide with every motion we make. We can decide with every word we speak. We can decide with every mind, um, state of mind consciousness and every, every mood, every, everything that we do. We can opt for, do I want to feed the darker sides? Or do I want to feed the lighter sides, right? So if we're, we're choosing to take part in a conversation at work and it's going towards the just bitching and moaning about the, um, the different politicians and the different things that are going on and, and just really a, kind of a bitch fest, well, you can bet that there's not a balance of light. So are you going to bring in the balance of light? Are you going to be the one who kind of adds adds to to that conversation in a balancing way? Or are you going to continue the, motiva- or the, the momentum towards the darkness, towards the bitching, the paranoia, the negativity, the, all of this? So we're actually lending energy to angels or demons. You know, I think that's what we need to kind of comprehend is that when we're going through our day-to-day life, everything that we do and say is either lending energy to the light or the dark, right? And so, yes, we live in this world of duality, but that's part of living in the world of duality is which side do you want to lend energy to? Which side do you want to experience more of? How much darkness do you want? You can kind of... Um, you can kind of create your own life, your own rainbow of experiences because you can decide how much how much of which side do you want in your life. And so what's happening is we are creating these lives, but sometimes not consciously. As we work through understanding the world of duality, we have to begin becoming aware of the fact that there are angels and demons at work. We have to begin understanding these are not just stories. It's not just fiction. It's not just um, it's not just things made up to try and make us behave the way somebody wants us to. It's a reality, right? 
and you can tap into whichever source you want. And I hate to say that out loud because in a lot of cases people will choose to tap into the darkness because they don't really get that the light is actually there. I don't know why, but somehow it's easier for people to believe the darkness is there than the light. And so I'm here to tell you that it's angels and demons, not just demons, right? There is light. And so the more of us who tap into the light more frequently, the more we can bring that balance into our world. If we look around and we feel that there's an imbalance of dark and light, then why wouldn't we bring that balance in? Okay, so we're down to about 15 minutes. And um, I do want to, again, give you guys a call-in number in case because we've had quite a few new people join us. It's 347-677-1443 if you'd like to call. And, you know, if you have any stories about this kind of thing or questions about how it works in real life, um, I welcome you to go ahead and call in. Also, I have been getting a lot of uh, comments and questions via email, and I appreciate that, and I want to encourage you guys to continue that. Um, you can email me either here on Blog Talk or mysticaltruth.com or sacredlightofsedona.com. And uh, I'm always open to different topics for us to discuss and uh, even week-long themes and that kind of thing. I would, I would definitely enjoy hearing what you guys would like to see happen on the show. Um, all right, so coming back into the angelic realm, I want to touch on that for a moment because um, the demonic gets all kinds of press. <laughs> yeah. We got all kinds of movies and all kinds of TV shows and God knows what, all talking about the demonic realm. So I think, you know, the world kind of has that one covered. Um, I think you guys probably understand that uh, at least a little bit. I think what you need to understand is that it's real. And as you, um, as you lend energy to these things that empower the demonic or darkness, you're just, you're just empowering it. So just so you know that. You know, <laughs> do what you want to do, but as long as you know that. And so um, the angelic realm it is much easier for us to access, actually, when we just um, allow ourselves to move more into um, connecting with beauty, connecting with creativity, connecting with inspiration, connecting with the things that we have in our true nature, right? As we begin to do that, we allow these, angelic beings to come near and you can easily every morning and every night it's it's funny because a lot of the stuff that we learned as kids right you do your prayers at night and all of that <laughs> so if you just you know when you lay down to go to bed at night just just take a moment <coughs> excuse me take a moment and connect with that angelic realm and just ask them to share with you as you sleep different inspirations different um different feelings of love and appreciation and gratitude and that kind of thing. And then when you wake up in the morning, again, just kind of just mentally connect with it. You don't have to have special training. I mean, it helps definitely to refine those skills, but, but these angelic beings are there to assist in bringing light and bringing harmony. So if your intention and desire is to bring light and bring harmony, they're going to be attracted to your energy and you're going to be able to connect with them more efficiently and more easily. Now, um, like I said before, we have, after the show, I've got a, a class called Angel Meet and Greet that is kind of like my patented um, class that I've been doing for years now. And uh, <clears throat> it's kind of the one that I'm very well known for. And in that class, what we do is we actually raise your frequency enough to be able for you to really meet your guardian angels and speak with them and develop communication and understand what that angelic realm feels like so that on your own you can easily connect with it, right? But it's, it's something that you can do and always have been able to do. You don't even need a class. It's just the class brings awareness to reminding you what you can do, what you've always been able to do. And so... When we have this experience, we have just rooms full of angels. It's amazing because we're tapping into the intention of bringing angels in, right? And so you find that there's this amazingly high vibration in the room. And we, we have a, the center, we do aura photos. And so we, we took an aura photo of me after doing one of these classes, and the whole, like, the whole aura was just like this angelic um, energy, not at all what 
not what my normal aura is. <laughs> Clearly, I'm not an angel. But uh, it was very interesting because that everybody who was in that class would be likely to have a very similar aura because we were calling in that energy to such a degree that it just became a part of our aura, right? And so you are able to do these same things, the archangels that you learned about in church, that kind of thing, growing up, whatever it may be. Um, these angels are here and they are working for the balance. And you just need to understand that when your intention is to bring about that balance, whether it's in your life or in the world, because it's micro and macrocosms, um, when you bring balance and harmony into your life, you're adding to the balance and harmony that's in the world, right? So it's not selfish to ask for that. A lot of people fall into, well, I don't want to take up the archangel's time or I don't want to, you know, bother, you know, whatever whatever their their thought process might be. And so what it's important for you to understand that every single one of us that call in the light and ask for assistance from the angelic realm we're asking them, can I please join in the the team to create balance for light, right? So, so we're not looking to take over the darkness because when we, light takes over the darkness, we lose that duality. And without that duality, we lose our lessons and we lose our growth and that's not necessarily a good thing. But they do lend energy to helping us stay balanced ourselves and harmonious and compassionate and clear. And in doing so, we become like little antennas of these energies that radiate that out and help to raise the consciousness of other people. And so it's not selfish to ask the angels for assistance because if they assist you, they're assisting the greater good, right? And so I really want to encourage people to begin to connect with that angelic realm on a conscious basis and begin understanding that you can call these beings in and they're there to assist because the outflow of loving, harmonious energy is what they do, right? It's not work to come assist you with light. It's just what they do. They breathe light. They are light. They emit light. They are enlightened beings. So when they come near... That's just what they do. So it's a, <clears throat> it's a very powerful energy to call near. There's a healing modality that I just began working with, and it's called IET, Integrated Energy Therapy. And uh, it works with nine of the archangels. And it's a healing process where each one of the nine angels works on a different part of your body and works with the concepts and emotions that are held within your vibration or within your body. And... So in doing this modality, uh, part of what you do is create a real understanding of each um, archangel energy that you work with. And so even after all of the work that I've done throughout the years, it's really neat to sit down one-on-one. I had never really done that. Sit down one-on-one with the archangel and call in that energy and really get to know their energy, their vibration. What is it that they... It's like each one of them radiates a different combination of energies and light, right? It may be um, innocence and playfulness and lightheartedness, or it may be compassion and harmony and acceptance. Or, you know, so working with each individual angel, I'm really finding that I'm learning an awful lot. And so that's another thing that people can do is, you know, get to know the angels that you know of right? Because understanding the team that you want to work with is important in being a part of a team. So in this world of duality, you do kind of choose sides. Whether you consciously make a choice or not, right? So like, there's a, most people I think, my age at least, will get it. There's a Rush song, you know, says, even if you choose not to decide, you still have made a choice, right? So that holds true throughout time. You can choose to work with the light. You can choose to work with the dark, or you can choose to just let the choice be made for you in whatever wave of energy happens to be moving through at the moment. And typically when we don't choose, when we just allow ourselves to go with the energy, 
we get swept into the darkness because it's a conscious choice to stay within light energy, right? We consciously make that choice. If we're getting swept here, there, and everywhere, the dark energy is what will sweep us away because it's what will take control and not respect the free will. So it's important for us to maintain our awareness and consciously decide what would we like to empower today. So I'm going to ask you, sorry about the duck noise. That was that was the cell phone that I'm on. Um, I'm going to ask you to today take a moment and, and decide which do you choose to empower. Do you choose to empower the darker side? Do you choose to empower the lighter side? And granted, we need them both. So whatever you choose to empower is probably okay, I suppose. But it's good to have harmony and balance. And I would say that in this world at the moment, if you look around, there's plenty of stuff empowering the darkness, right? We probably need some some more people empowering the light. And even if you choose to just be neutral and have the experiences, you're still choosing not to go full-fledged into the darkness, not to go full-fledged into the light. So even choosing to stay neutral and just observe or just experience is still a valid choice, right? Because you're not empowering the lack of balance of either side. So it's important every day to kind of make this choice. And with every TV show you watch, with every conversation you become a part of, with every movie you go to see, with every news story you read, whatever it may be, you can choose which am I going to lend energy to, right? So um, I guess we're we're kind of at the end of the show, and so I guess what I'd like to wrap up with is hoping that people will begin to realize that there are demonic forces out there. It's not some crazy lunatic religious thing, okay? There are demonic forces out there. And there are angelic forces out there. It's ironic, people who knew me when I was growing up, if they ever heard me talking about this, they would probably laugh unendingly because I wasn't raised in a Christian household. I wasn't raised with demons and angels and and all of that. I was raised very just um, almost scientifically, right? But in my work I have found that this is true. You know, I still haven't gone full-fledged Christian because I don't agree with everything they say. And I haven't gone with any religion. You don't have to be religious to understand that there are demons and there are angels. There is light, there is dark. There is balance, there is harmony, right? And so we don't have to understand how these things work necessarily to understand that they're there. And the basis for things is simply that We either lend energy to dark, we lend energy to light, or we consciously choose not to lend energy to anybody and just keep our own observations neutral, right? But understanding this world of duality is incredibly important because we need to understand that things that we do as aren't necessarily strictly horrible. They can just be an opportunity for learning and growth. So with that, I will say that uh, we provide lots of opportunity and growth here at Sacred Light of Sedona. (laughs) It's a horrible segue, but I had to do it. So um, to learn more about this, because it is a really in-depth subject, we do classes online, we do all kinds of different things. Um, you can find us at sacredlightofsedona.com. Mysticaltruth.com will find me. I also do life coaching that's very mainstream. That's 12weekcoaching.com. And uh, I do also want to thank Holistic Naturals, holisticnaturalco.com. And uh, check out her new cookbook on Amazon or on the website. It's called Eat Conscious and Be Merry. Nice way to keep your vibration very high, and it's much easier to access that angelic realm that way. So um, I look forward to... uh, talking to you all tomorrow and hopefully we will have the technical stuff squared away so we're not doing it from the cell phone a little less distracting and uh, tomorrow we have the illusion of judgment 
And this was actually one of my biggest life lessons, and so I want to share it with you guys uh, because I got a huge amount out of it years ago. And uh, so everybody have a fabulous day. Choose wisely, light or dark or neutral, and uh, we'll talk to you tomorrow. Have a great day.